I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I am the beast. Feed me rappers or feed me beats. I am untamed. I need a leash. I am insane. I need a shrink. I love brain. I need a leech. Why complain on easy streets? I don't even talk. I let the visa speak and I like my Sprite. Easter pink. And my wrist special Papa mule is cooler. I have more jewels than your jeweler touch it. I will bust your medulla. That's a bullet hole. It is not a tumor. Red light, red light. Stop your rumors. I stay on track like a box of pumas. I now just rock, rock, rock with Junior. I'm the little big kahuna. You, you dig? Because we taking over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey. yeah. Welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house again with my main man, uh, Will. Say what's up to the people, Will. What's up, ladies? And we also got Justin in the house. Say what's up, everybody. What's going Justin? on, everybody? And you can leave comments for the podcast on iTunes, Facebook, or Podomatic. Just go to any of those sites, search for the Black Guy Who Tips, and we will be on there, and you will be able to leave comments. Definitely leave us a review on iTunes, as long as it's five stars, and you love everything about the show. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and if you don't, shut the fuck up and keep your thoughts to yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Does everybody in here watch Jersey Shore? No, I know I me and Justin do. Well, Pauly D has this thing now where he says, oh, yeah. Like, after they, after he says pretty much everything. T-shirt time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cabby's <laughs> here. Oh, yeah. Um, it's dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> so, we was playing basketball yesterday, and I swear... We set some kind of record for oh yeah <laughs> during our winning streak. It was it was pretty ridiculous. Even when we was losing, I was more. I got to the point where I was concentrating on saying oh yeah more than making good plays. <laughs> you know, doing shit like that annoys the other team. It takes them all out of the game. Like, Man, would you just shut the fuck up and play? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like three in your face. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing is, we win so much they can't really tell us what to do. Yeah. Like, it was either that or I was going to go to my other go-to phrase, which is, Unstoppable! <laughs> nobody, nobody likes that. I don't even know. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. I vote for, oh yeah. Sometimes I say it more, even if. <laughs> <laughs> um, so don't forget, speaking of sports, the unofficial sport of the podcast is... Unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and the official weapon of the podcast is... The Taser! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and you can call the show and leave us a voicemail, and we wake up Saturday mornings... Play your voicemails, read your emails, and, um, you know, respond to what you wrote on our Facebook page. Call us, 704-557-0186. Leave us a message. We will play it, and mm-hmm. we will respond. Um, so, basically, man, I guess we can get into some podcasting. Did oh, anybody yeah. watch uh, The Bad Girls Club? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. For some reason, my shit is not recording. I thought that shit didn't even come on. Nah, it didn't come on last week. Yeah, I did. Because okay. these motherfuckers take, they, they take, like, Breaks. Yeah, they take a break. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this breaks. episode was good, but I'm looking forward to next week. They mm. got me all, more amped up about next week's episode. Yeah, this week, um, basically, first of all, the plot lines are kind of whack. Brandy, Brantwine Dodson, as I like to call her, she had a nervous breakdown. <laughs> and it's about that time because it was every other week. So she normally has a breakdown every other week. And um, this one was about Leah not forgiving her. 
which led to one of the funniest moments on the show, which is when she was breaking down in the kitchen after when she was threatening to break that glass uh, window with the, some kind of metal box they yeah, had sitting around. Like the bread on the bread warm or something. Yeah, it was weird. But she was going to break the, the window, and she was just like, I'm going to break that window. <laughs> she was so drunk. And then... um. Leah came in there was grabbing her and she was like why are you acting out like this she was like cause you won't forgive me <laughs> <laughs> I swore I thought she was gonna say cause you won't fuck me <laughs> I was like oh this is where it happens <laughs> and I, then, uh, I was like is she gonna give us some sympathy pussy like fine just keep me calm yeah. I'll let you eat me up now damn <laughs> just calm down and then the other thing was uh Later on, Brandy went outside and she was having another tantrum. And somebody was like, why are you acting like this? And she was like, why? Because I'm being dramatic. That's how I act. That was um, your friend. That was um, the blind girl that be sitting on top of the gym. Kristen? Yeah, that's who, yeah. that's who she was in her face with. Yeah. I was like, oh, bro, pass this thing. Yeah. Like if she been sitting there yeah. looking up and she all like she all extra with how she did on Facebook. Oh, she's one of those people too that like gets more violent when you hold them back. You know, like like basketball players. Yeah. You like, hey man, you like you actually didn't walk over the two niggas that had was squared up and just didn't say anything, they would not fight each other. But the second you get between them, they's like, no, fuck that! Let me go! I'm gonna kill everybody! Like, okay, alright, let them go. Yeah, yeah, then you let them go and they just stand. Yeah, yeah, they, they stand right in the same spot, still yelling. So, if you haven't seen this episode, I'm gonna spoil spoiler for you, because, um... That's cool. Because, you know, the previous episode, uh, Leah and one of the new girls, Agent Orange, was fighting, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, they was fucking up a um, bed, pouring yeah. shit all on, and she pulled bleach on them. Well, that's what kind of set Brandy off is because they forgave Agent Orange. Yeah. Like two minutes before that, they was like, you know what, Agent Orange? Because your gay girlfriend down here, and I don't want to have to fight both of y'all. It'll yeah. be an even fight now. I'm going to forgive you, and we're going to be And friends. the thing is, Agent Orange, a.k.a. Christina... She made them squash the beef because her mind game is too <laughs> fucking strong. It's ridiculous. She oh, yeah. She is that level of crazy where nothing can affect you. She like Ron Artest. Like, her, first it was like Ron was crazy because he got in that fight with the fans. But then he achieved another sublime level of craziness after he had his therapist where nothing could affect Ron. You know what I'm saying? So, like, no matter what they did to Christina, they switched her mattress and poured soy sauce on it. She would sleep on that shit and then just woke up. I think they had to leave a note on her bed to tell her, hey, we switched mattresses. And she was like, oh, y'all switched mattresses. That's fucked up. And then, like, went out. She was hanging out. Uh, she's smart, too. She started hanging out with Natalie outside the house doing hood rat things with her hood rat friends. And that actually enabled her to find peace because she was just like, okay, y'all don't like me. I'll hang out with the people that like me. So that was mad smart. And she was having fun coming back bragging about the great time she had. Dude, I knew she had a mind when they were staying up at 3 and 4 in the morning hoping she got home safe. (laughs) Like they went from like, fuck that bitch. She can leave the house. I don't care. And then next thing you see her in the confessional room like... Well, even though we don't like her, we do want to make sure she gets in safe. And it's getting pretty late. Like, okay, she broke y'all. She tamed y'all wild horses. She broke them for real, especially like you said when she told them, that's all you going to do? Like, come on. Like, y'all lucky I hadn't taken it to blow it yet. Like, I got some other shit to do to y'all. Like, they broke her alarm clock in front of her. Like, 
hit it up against shit, broke, pulled the battery out, and she was like, alright. And I was like, I, I'm not that strong. I would have hurt somebody for fucking my property. That's the second time they have fucked with her property. They ripped up a picture of her girlfriend. She just, she has attained like a level of corruptness to where she's uncorruptible. You know what I'm saying? My thing is this, is I'm afraid of people like that. Because people like that are usually crazy. And oh, she crazy. And when, when, when they snap, I mean, they're, they're going for the knife. They're, yeah. they're slitting your throat, and they're going to fry you up and eat you. She embraced oh, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so people like that, I'll be like, damn, this bitch is not being faded by none of this shit. Let me back the fuck off. I want to live. Dude, she has embraced the crazy. Like, the craziness is her now. That's her world. Like, it would probably fuck her up if things were normal. She was like, I'm home. <laughs> yeah, dude, she was so like, like, dude, she was so used to them fucking with her that they ended up basically jumping back on her side. Like, you know, she's not even that bad. Yeah, because y'all can't break her. It was nothing y'all could do to break her, so you had to give up. And I think, I, I think they recognized, too, when they saw how her girlfriend act, who was completely out of control. Her girlfriend's a loser. And it was like, if, the, if she can put up with her, who's worse than us, Yeah. imagine what she's going to do to us when she actually does get mad. Because she still hasn't retaliated out of anger yet. Like, Yo, man, her, her girlfriend, uh, Lauren, was her name. She is a fucking loser, dude. First of all, she mad old. And she's one of the old people that, and I don't care if she's lesbian or not, she old and she tried to get like the mohawk haircut, wear a bandana, <laughs> rock some basketball shorts and a white beater, and then she was dancing around the whole time. There's no music playing, but everything she's saying, she's doing some type of jig with it. It's a white woman too, so it wasn't even like shucking and jiving, but it was some type of shucking and jiving. She got drunk off beer. Like, yeah, she showed up drunk. It was just real whack because she tried to pull the whole like old person in the club move. Like, they really insecure, and they need yeah. to just... Like, if she would have actually came in there dressed like a normal-ass person, it would have been more impressive. Like, oh, okay, this person has their shit together. Instead, it's an old person trying to dress like they're 22, and you're like, oh, man, what is wrong with you? That's the worst. Yeah. That's the worst. And then she tried to get engaged to, uh, to Christina by putting the ring in their rice when they were eating. <laughs> when they were eating in some type of restaurant that was like... When, it was like they just fried your. It wasn't like a hibachi restaurant as far as like Japanese state. Not it wasn't that nice. It was like it was like eating a Taco Bell outside of the patio. Yeah, it was like it was like a street vendor with seats. Like Ain't she afraid somebody you could choke on that? I mean, it's in your food. And she gave her a big ass three care ring too. Yeah, she, put it, she like she slid it in the, in the rice and then she found it and was like, "Oh, the, oh, I got this rice. Uh, thank you so much for uh, you know this. Oh, I can't believe it." And it was one of those like, "Yeah, but like, is that a good engagement?" I was asking girls on my timeline, like, "Is that a good proposal?" Throw the ring in the rice. At the Benny Hanna's or whatever the fuck. Have soy sauce all over the diamond. Yeah, because I, I couldn't tell. I really, you know, no offense, but. Yeah, no, I like to eat too much. My ass be done choked on that. What do you mean, going to eat ER? No. Nah, I'm surprised. You know what I'm saying? Because you stick it in your mouth and choke on it. And it was just, it, like, she didn't get on one knee. She didn't, like, say anything special. She just found the ring. And then it also seemed like desperation because. She was like real insecure about Christina being down there. And she like she anytime somebody hits you with the I know you probably cheating on me. <laughs> Straight face. That's cause she knows she'll lose her. Yeah, like yeah, yeah you definitely that. insecure. Damn. 
And then you're going to ask somebody to marry you within 24 hours of pretty much accusing them of cheating. You know? <laughs> yeah. So that was actually some loser shit. I, you know, I, got, I guess, you know, nobody in here is a lesbian, so I can't really ask you guys. I hope not. But, uh, <laughs> oh, I yeah. Love, I love women, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a lesbian but, in a man's body. But is it really, is it really cheating? I mean... There's, there's really no penetration going on. Is it really cheating when a woman cheats on her with another woman? So, let me ask you this then. Does that mean that if you get some head... That's penetration. Well, then they put the... The, the, you the, put real, the real question is... The real question for Justin is... If your girl... Let some dude eat her out. Is that cheap? No, that's, that's the cheap. real question. That's, that's opposite sex. I'm talking about with them. Well, no, 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 no. That's not penetration. That's not penetration, brother. Oh. Oh, hell no. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. I had to hate to get all Johnny Cochran on you, bro. I'm just trying to throw an equal situation. If it does not fit, we must quit. Alright, man. So, there really wasn't much else that happened, man. Oh, oh, that stripper dude is still fucking Erica. And they was actually fucking in the house. Like, they got caught trying to, like, and I guess he's just getting it in. But he was, like, sitting down there. She was on his lap. And it showed, like, he pulled, it was blurred out. But you could see, like, he pulled his dick out. And she tried to pull her, uh, you know how she always wearing them little ass shorts? Yeah. She tried to pull her to the side and sit back on his dick. And somebody came, Christina came down to get some water. And she was, they was like, oh, they had that shock, like, fuck, I would have just kept going. Well, yeah, of course you In that house, in that house. Yeah, in that house, I mean. Yeah, of course you would have. But I'm just saying, (laughs) they acted shocked. I'm not saying whether it was right or wrong. They both jumped up like, oh, we didn't expect anybody to be down here. She was like, I'm just coming to get some water. Uh, Y'all can keep on, I don't care. But here's what I was thinking. With that type of impromptu sex, are they wearing condoms? Nope, nope. Because I wouldn't fuck no. Anyone in that house without at least three or four layers of latex on my penis. Homeboy wasn't on the, the last show. I yeah. thought he'd either dip or die. They must have just edited him out because he was booed up. I think he getting uh, he getting boring now. He probably looking at the tape now like fuck. They t- they left me out a week. Yeah, I'm trying to get my numbers up. No, nah, he don't. Know. I got a couple of appearances coming up. This shit ain't up. <laughs> it's like the man still ain't getting no pub in this episode. Like I was wondering why he kept wearing his man of steel t-shirt around the house. He's like I'm just drinking out my man of steel coffee mug. What's going on, ladies? Where did they make those at? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that was um, it was, it was kind of a whack episode because it would never really happen. But they set up a lot of shit for next episode, yeah. so hopefully it comes to a head. I'm waiting because they set up your girl to hang out with Liv. Like, she's plotting on Brandy almost the way they was making the scene. And they was like, that. Uh, Erica told Brandy straight up, like, you and Leah, that's going to come to a head. And then they showed them flipping out again, so. Um, Alright, man. Let's go on to some random topics. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch football at this Sunday. Yeah. But it was the return of Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. Racist. A.K.A. Lil Ben, as I like to call him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big Ben is dead. He said that. He said, I'm done with Big Ben. I told my daddy, Big Ben is dead. And daddy and me hugged and cried and shit. So that shit is over for Big Ben. It's Lil Ben from now on. She's been jamming. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben came back and uh, he was through a couple touchdowns and shit. But the hypocrisy of the announcers... Celebrating this dude's return <laughs> was palpable, man. It was hard to watch. Like every, and you couldn't escape it. Like it wasn't like one of those things where you're like, "Well, just turn the sound down," or turn to another game. 
other games cut to that game to be like, and finally the return of Big Ben to the field. It's about time we get to see him do some doing things. He's done a lot of return. Like if he was raping people six months ago. <laughs> let's wait a let's wait a while. I guarantee they wasn't saying this shit when Mike Vick came back. Oh, hell. They wasn't saying that shit for they nothing. They kept bringing up how negative it was for him to be killing dogs. They, man, they can't, they can't even talk about Vince Young years later without bringing up the fucking was it the suicide event or not. And they still don't even know that it was suicide. They just know his mama called 911. But they will break down the details of that and act like he needed to overcome that issue. No, what he needed to overcome was getting his starting spot from Carrie Collins alcoholic ass. And, it, and it's not like when Kerry Collins plays, they bring up the alcoholism every game. Like, what is the statute of limitations on this shit? <laughs> we already know the guy that Big Ben walks around the club with his dick out. Well, Word. Apparently, you know, it's cool to rape women, but it's not okay to kill dogs. We yeah. commit the wrong crimes. In sports, <laughs> in sports, people care more about a lot of shit over women. Oh, yeah. Period. All they care about is points on the board, man. It doesn't matter what you do. You put points on the board, all this for good. Nah, that ain't true. If you have like an uppity Negro like LeBron, they don't give a fuck if you average 50. They still gonna be like, he shouldn't have come on TV and told those poor people of Cleveland that he did not want to play in that shitty city. But don't nobody give a damn about that anymore. (laughs) He he hasn't hasn't been playing like the real games. Man, I'm telling you, it's... (laughs) That ain't the real season, though, man. That's preseason. That shit don't count. But he's having a historic preseason. (laughs) That don't mean shit to me, though, honestly. But as soon as the season starts and he's killing everybody, everybody's gonna be like, oh, he he did have that decision shit, didn't he? Yeah. Don't nobody care about that. Well, you know, the five lowest Q ratings right now are like uh, Michael Vick, LeBron James, Kobe. (laughs) Right? And two other niggas, of course. But I don't know, uh, Tiger Woods and somebody else. But the point being, Kobe supposedly rehabilitated his image. One rings since all this shit went down, still one of the top five hated people in America. Sports. But at the same time, he's on the Lakers. He's on the he's on the Lakers, man. The Lakers are like the New York Yankees and the Dallas Cowboys. People just love them or hate them. But the Heat gonna be like that for LeBron because everybody don't like that they went and grouped that good team together. I'm not. First of all, I'm not saying these people are right. I'm saying these people are that fucked up that they even when they win if they win a ring he's still gonna get the ugly Negro treatment. That's my opinion. But it's and it's only in America. Yes, yeah, exactly. you go to all these other countries. They selling our jerseys. They paying to watch their shows on satellite. Yeah, like and, and games on satellite. It's only in America where we yeah. throwing them shade. Yeah, I mean it's. Honestly, let's just keep it real. It's mostly white Americans. Because I have, I have some friends that uh, they're you know they're they're quasi basketball fans. They're not really into basketball. Only one of one or two of them actually watch games. But um, what happened is they genuinely did not like the decision. Not from a racial aspect. They just did not like the whole who the fuck does this guy think he is. But in that solo dad O'Brien interview, where she set LeBron up with the whole race question. And he was like, she has didn't play any part in the media coverage. And he said, well, race always plays a part. And he didn't say it was the major part. He didn't say, just it's always out there. It's always a factor. Well, yesterday, he retweeted people that were giving him hate on Twitter. And one person he retweeted was calling him like, big lip, big lip, big eyed nigger, 
all this shit. <laughs> wow. You know, because race didn't play a part, it was just very odd that this person <laughs> would even think of that. Yeah. It's, it's inconceivable. You know, all my white That's friends... Push monkey! Yeah. <laughs> all my white friends became racial experts on the email list when it came to nobody is possibly even bringing up race in any type of context regarding LeBron. And what I was trying to say is don't get confused with, hey, I didn't like the decision, and I'm a white person, with some people are racist and didn't like anything LeBron has to do, period. And they, they are glad that people were on their side for once. Don't confuse those two things because that is always the element out there. And it's probably hard for white people to acknowledge that because then they feel like they got they have to admit to some type of role in the in the racism. It's like, no, I'm not calling you racist. I'm just saying there's racist people out there. But they have to admit, too, that black people still, and just minorities in general, still get mistreated from right. um, racist white people. Yeah, like they, they have to they admit pretend that. like everything is, ever since Obama got in the office, that there's no more racism. You have to acknowledge it at that point. Yeah, and, and like my major point with them was, look, and I told them in plain point of fact, like, look, this is not about you. I'm not, no, like, LeBron James isn't saying anyone who didn't like my decision is racist. You heard that. You changed what he said in your mind because you're so fucking insecure about the topic of race. He, like, he literally said it, might, it, it always plays a part but a small part. Like, no, that's not the main reason. But, yeah, you can't just take it out of the equation. And, and of course, what they heard was, he's calling me a racist. I didn't like the, when he did the decision. That Therefore, he's calling me the racist, and I'm not racist. Therefore, nobody that he's talking about could possibly be thinking about race. And it's just very funny, man. Because when I watched Big Ben return to the field, and I guess T.O. did too, because he dropped some comments on Pro Football Talk saying that, what, what, isn't he benefiting from a racial type of uh, stigma there? By being a white dude that got caught up in this, and yet nobody's bringing it up on game day. Like, there's no nigga I've ever seen return from anything. Period in life. You return from a sprained ankle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Jackson pulled his black ass hamstrings. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Is this mic on? Nah, but seriously though, they were like, uh, you know, like if Dante Starworth ran somebody over and killed him, you can't not talk about that. Yeah. You can't not talk about Kobe Bryant being accused of rape. Yeah, that whole fucking season was. Yes, sir. What about the rape season? It was a big ass deal when he played Denver. <laughs> like he was going, like this nigga was going like, not be able to control himself like, from raping again. Yeah, man, they was making jokes on Twitter about that last year. He going to Denver again? Exactly, man. So I mean, let's be honest. You, 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 no one's forgetting this shit in the media for these brothers. The fucking Brett Favre dick thing came out over three months ago. I was I was talking about it then. This shit just now making big, big news because finally they decided to do something about it. What, what, in what world? In what fucking world could you be like, yeah, LeBron James sent the pictures of his dick to employees of the Cavs. But let's talk about that in December. Not only that, <laughs> but they made more of a big deal about the fact that Mike Vick wasn't at the game. Yeah, exactly, than, man. Then Brett Favre and Vick picks. It's, right. it's, it's ridiculous. One announcer had the fucking gall to say, well, you know, that's Brett Favre's personal business, and we should stay out of that. Huh? Really? <laughs> it's a lot. So what gets more personal than Vince Young leaving the house on his own volition by himself his mom calling the cops. That's a fucking family issue. We don't know what happened. No one's still
still to this day knows exactly what happened with that dude. And yet, I have not watched one Vince Young game with the sound on and not heard that fucking story. And is he mentally capable of running the team? Yeah, so it's not that racism is like this, you know, overt Jesse Jackson racism. This is a very subtle, like, uh, we can give the white dude a break. We are going to have to talk about the brother fucking up, though. Like, that, that's all it is. It's very subtle, man. It's, uh, just the, the, the way they changed the words when they talked about far Racy pigs. <laughs> What's racy about sending have, your dick to somebody? But have we got <laughs> in the fact that we really don't raise a big stink about the fact that they're not addressing it anymore? Have, or have we gotten just what we like? You know what? This just everybody, how it is. everybody is like it's how it is. Except when, like when LeBron James said race played a factor, then all of a sudden everybody got some outrage. But they ain't got no outrage for the fact that the wording for Brett Favre's pictures are racy, like it's a fucking Sports Illustrated cover <laughs> shoot. If it was a black dude, they would have been saying they're sending these pornographic pictures. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, they, um, and first of all, Ann was with the Jets, who earlier this season had a problem with a reporter. Yes. Like, come on, this is, it's, it's, it's Brett Favre and the whole Jets organization. It's a, it's a bad look, man, and it's just kind of funny because it really culminated with me when I saw how biased the return of Big Ben, how, how much they were just admiring and rooting for this dude and the women like, and they they were rooting for him like he overcame an alcoholic you know what you know what it reminded me of remember way back in the day when OJ got off and all the black people were celebrating oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I still waiting for OJ piece of the uh, it's like it's like it's like the announcers and everybody else in America is like, yeah, he got away with it. He got away with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, I would like. I would be honest. It wasn't as disgusting to me as black people's reaction to the OJ thing because that was more about them thinking like we got off because finally a brother went free and normally the system is locking up brothers every time. Like I think that was a little different. I think this one was. They weren't celebrating him getting off. They were celebrating him like somebody's son coming out of rehab or somebody who, uh, you know, used to have this problem, but now they're changing their life. Like, they were actually trying to be like, he's good. He's good now. Can't we all just get off of this old rape thing? <laughs> the rape was good for him. He's a better person. Right. Like, that's what was kind of pissing me off. It wasn't even like, like, to acknowledge what the thing with OJ, people actually had to be like, I didn't think he did it, or ha ha ha, he got off, I don't give a fuck, I know he probably did it. This is like, we're not even going to talk about what happened, we're going to vaguely say he had some off the field incidents, and there's a touchdown, yay! <laughs> and he, oh, he learned his lesson about missing four games, really? Yeah. I learned I learned my lesson about rape, by missing four games of football. Yeah, that's right. one game of rape. So I don't have more time to sit at home and plot. Yeah. Think about raping because I'm only, angry <laughs> for missing the game. The only thing he learned is he gets one game of rape, so <laughs> he might miss two or three games next year, depending on how he feels. And, um, and my thing is this: what are they going to say when these other allegations come up? Are they going to crush those, ignore those? I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's, that's funny it's, because it's a repetitive right. thing, so it's not like this might not come up again. Well, the other thing is those other things haven't been settled yet. There's still the civil suit that hasn't been settled yet. And there's still these two, there's another woman that accused him of trying to do the same thing to her at his house in Millersville. And there's apparently a couple women at college that accused him of shit. So, like, we don't know how much of this shit really went down and all that. But it's just funny how 
somehow these announcers, I'm not saying people, because I got a lot of friends, white and black, that are like, yeah, that's kind of some bullshit. And we all chuckle because we know if you're good at anything, you get away with a lot of shit. You might not get forgiven, but we will let you do whatever the fuck you want. So I'm not even trying to turn into black versus white. I'm saying the announcers, which are mostly older white men, being on his dick was disgusting compared to how they treat niggas when we fuck up. And is that more of an NFL thing? Like the no. commissioner saying, listen, we not the same way they don't talk about referees, they not they not supposed to talk about referees during the game. Yeah. They really like listen, you can mention Ben, but don't go into detail. Yeah. It's not a, it's not okay. Yeah. You wanna keep commenting on NFL games. Yeah. Keep it like that's enough. And who knows, man, because I remember when the Big Ben shit initially happened. Nobody covered that shit for like six days. It took everyone else covering it before ESPN did. It wasn't like SI. Everybody. It was everybody. It was like niggas with blogs talking about that shit <laughs> before ESPN decided oh, we might want to run this story. So I mean, they fuck up the NFL contract. Yeah. So I mean, clearly right there, there's there's already some incentive for them not to do it. So. Oh yeah. Um. So Clove on a Chonilla podcast asked us a while back. I forgot to respond, but he said. Um, he wanted to know how black people in America feel about Tyler Perry and what at what point do black people stop supporting celebrities who mess up? Um, that's a very complex question. The first one is there's only one demographic of people that support <laughs> Tyler Perry. Oh, and yeah. it's, it's church going black women. That's oh, it. Yeah. And it's a lot of them out there because he's yeah. a full time millionaire. I don't know how this nigga made all his money off of one demographic, but I, that's I how do. it's happening. I do all of them. It's like it's like the church, man. I mean, they they you have to give your money to them. And if you listen to the radio stations, the radio stations be like, look, even if it's not good, go to the show, support him, because they look at him as the the person who's gonna lead us into mainstream. If you support Tyler Perry, he'll get two thousand theaters. Next time he'll get five thousand. Then maybe next time he'll get ten thousand, and he'll open the way for the rest of black people. So black people are supporting him, even if they don't like him, even if they don't. Like what? You well, know, not black work. people. <laughs> yeah, dog. It's mostly black church-going women. But you yeah. know them black church-going men, women yeah, will, will bring a black church-going ah. men. Well, even if they don't yeah, go to all church. Yeah, all two of them. Come on, no, man. We in church. Homosexual. You can't trick me. Yeah. <laughs> You've been, you been to church. How many niggas are up in church because their girl made them go? Right. Everyone that is there and is them, there because they're they, they made them. Same motherfuckers are up in the it? Tyler Perry movie. But, no. Right, I'm saying. But how many is it? That's no. still being driven by one demographic. No. Is no. that woman making all her kids and any man she can make go? But it's never no. I've never met a nigga in my life that's like, yo, son, why did I get married? 3D coming out. <laughs> I know you're going to go see it. I've never met that nigga unless he was gay. I've never met that dude. Homosexual. But we have an expert. We have an expert in the room. There's only one of us equipped with the ovaries and the church going attendance to even comment on this. So let's go ahead and speak on this expert. It's on expert. <laughs> the thing about Tyler Perry is Tyler Perry been around for a long time, and when he initially came out, he was writing plays, traveling all around the country. So years and years and years of doing this, he got a base of millions of people that would constantly go out and do his pl- and watch his plays. So as he started getting bigger and going and going to the movie theaters, that base, which I agree with Roderick, is predominantly black women, just a women period, but black women. 
really support him. And I do think that they think he's the one that made it, quote unquote, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. He's the one that, you know, got the mainstream. He got like two or three shows on CBS. Like everything he touches turns. Oh, TBS. TBS, I'm sorry. TBS, like TBS yeah. One of them shows, one of them stations. Everything he touches turned to gold. You know, he made, he was the first to make a, a hundred episodes in the shortest period of time and get renewed and all that stuff. So a lot of people look at him as quote unquote a money maker. So. When it comes to him being a money maker, everybody wants to support that because they feel like they get a piece of that in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Right. So they kind of support. Not that it's wrong or right, and yeah, a oh, lot of wrong. a lot of his stuff does. <laughs> a lot of stuff does suck and it's bad. But if you ask most black males, they do not support him. Like if you go ask most general mm. men. They are not going to support him. They're going to tell you how bad he sucks. They're going to tell you he, they think he's gay. They're going to tell you, you know, they don't understand, you know, why he do the things he do or, or why his plays are written and wrote in a specific manner. Now, there are some men that generally like him, but odds are... Is that men? Exactly. <laughs> I'll even say this. Even married women don't really watch this stuff. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, it is church-going women... That to be a, yeah, they typically be them in church by themselves. If they can make a man go, it ain't the kind of man that I would count as a, as a dude. I would count him as a church going woman too. And, and it's buffoonery, uh-uh. and that's one of the reasons he sells because he exploiting um, black people. Yeah, and Spike Lee called him out on it. Spike was like, "Man, won't you cut out yeah. all that buffoonery?" No, that's, that's, a, that's the same thing with T.O. calling out Roethlisberger. <laughs> it's easy to kill the messenger. Like, whenever you, every once in a while, y'all see somebody like a celebrity call out another celebrity. Sometimes I'm trying to just feel like I wish you had more integrity. <laughs> like, like when I saw T.O. call out Robinsburg, I was like, they're going to kill the messenger on that shit. No way is that going to get past anything. Spike Lee calling out Tyler Perry, I was like, D- you the wrong one. Yeah. We needed like Denzel or somebody with some integrity to do it. So you could be like, and my thing is that making money is making money and all jokes aside, white folks joke on black people, black folks joke on black people you know like maybe that's just the way I look at it, you know I understand it's buffoonery but he making money well, now, this, I have no respect for that. Yeah, and this play is especially is buffoonery because he it's the light skinned brother against the dark skinned brother <laughs> supposedly, <laughs> supposedly <laughs> brother, integrity of the female <laughs> But even though he's holding her out because she's sleeping with both of them, I'm confused. See, Justin's been to see some of his yeah, movies. <laughs> I don't know as much about it. What you talking about? I watched the Boondocks. I watched the Boondocks. You got the fridge version. I watched the clip notes. You don't watch the Boondocks? I just told him to dress like a woman. I saw, I've seen Why Did I Get Married? And I saw The Family That Prays. Those are the two times I've seen. I've never seen any of the Medeas. And before any of y'all niggas listening try to convince me, I will not see these movies. But anyway. <laughs> They're well, not worth streaming. They're yeah. not even worth streaming. <laughs> Once I saw that, I realized he was selling the same shit over and over. Just from two movies, I was like, but oh, you, you, know, you know what he does to draw people in or the women He's in? black. Yeah, well, that too. But <laughs> he'll, get, he'll get he'll get the black stars. You know, right. there's a couple black movie stars to do these bootleg ass, mm-hmm. and then all the movies. Like who? They, I don't know their names, man. Like, <laughs> Are they stars? I'm thinking Will Smith. No, he's there watching Jada Pinkett. I'm 
sorry. Like, I like you, count, you count Taraj P. Hansen. Yeah, and Malik Yoba. <laughs> <laughs> you count Janet Jackson as like a legitimate and, movie star. And that's what I'm saying. And then, like, women, they love Malik Yoba. Like, they remember yeah. him from that, that cop show he had. Uh, uh, New, New York of the Covers. It wasn't a ass lips. It wasn't they realized he had gained some weight. They was like, well, wait a minute. Okay, we're going to focus on the acting now. Well, here's the thing. It's not that um those people are stars. They just niggas we recognize. That's <laughs> whole Fox on them. Rick Fox is on one. Yeah. Talk to the light-skinned brother against the doors. Let me guess. Rick Fox saved everybody. But all I'm saying is, those that dude's very predictable. I don't support him because he makes bullshit art. And the people that like care about the point where he's making money. Drug dealers making money. There's a lot of motherfuckers making money. You don't make it right. Yeah, yeah. That's like me going, Rush Limbaugh is deplorable. I hate how he's just race baiting and doing this and the other and destroying democracy. Yeah, well, you're making a lot of money. Oh, well, shit then. My fault. I didn't realize. I didn't say they raced it. You know, I'm just saying he's making money. She part of raising funds. I mean. I feel like Tyler Perry is taking advantage of people with special handicaps. You know, people that can't help themselves. It's black like, women with ovaries. Like, <laughs> black women it's like black people that go to, black women that go to church and have ovaries. Exactly. Like the and pastor's like, you got to give your tithes, you got to go to Tyler Perry movies. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not, I'm not saying it's not a smart hustle. I'm saying it's deplorable. No matter how smart it is. Yeah, when you was talking about the, the tea party, you think it was black would be the sweet tea party? That's how we drink it, sweet tea. We don't do sweet. If Tyler Perry was involved, I definitely would think that. Yeah, Tyler Perry. Ah. He's so cool. But um, the other thing, dude, is like he said, when do we stop supporting black people? Whenever we stop, stop. It's different with everyone. (laughs) First of all, first of all, it's mostly based on coolness. Can we agree on that? Because if you if you kind of cool, like it's kind of like Chris Brown. You be Rihanna. I don't support you. You dance like Michael Jackson, break down and cry. All right, I give. I give. Again. I will give. I will okay, give I you. A, uh, what do you call it? Probation. I'll give you a probation period of like another year. Chris Brown acts right for another year. I don't care if it's right or wrong. He's back in. <laughs> yeah. And I don't. I don't, I don't mean, Chris Brown. But we still gonna <laughs> joke him. Yeah, we I know you gonna joke him for pushing pushing down women and taking. Yeah, like look, that was <laughs> I did. It did. It's several of them too. It's, it's like uh, the same thing with OJ. People weren't really defending OJ. Oh no. They was just happy one nigga got off. Yes. And they was like, "Ooh, y'all had that nigga too. Y'all fucked up. Yeah, y'all messed <laughs> up. Y'all let y'all didn't want to get away. And it was what made OJ. It was the fact that a black lawyer got him Johnny off. Johnny Cochran. Well, I'm going to tell you what, I mean, that was good, too. But I'm going to tell you what made it extra. It was that white people that had nothing to do with it took it so fucking personal. Oh, yeah. Man, man. Yeah. It was like the president died. He was like, what happened? You know what's hilarious <laughs> is when he wrote the book, To Throw It In their Face. Yeah. yeah. I did it. Well, oh, yeah. And they, 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 they took that shit because yeah. all the proceeds went to the family and they well, gave that shit to yeah, I did it. Sell it. He couldn't even sell it. And, uh, oh, he sold it. No, oh, they, they, they no took, I mean, OJ couldn't sell it. Oh, yeah. Not, no, the, 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 what was his name? Was the dude that died? The one we don't oh, care about? Uh, the other guy. Ron something? Anyway, Ron his, parents, his parents was like, fuck that shit. But well, here's what I'm saying, though, man. When it comes to this hustle of black people supporting black people and whatnot, we really only support them the more fucks with white people. Just like I, like a lot of these Republicans ah. I've noticed, especially the conservative radio shit, they're going in on Obama at a racial angle simply because they know it will infuriate black people that only support Obama because he's black. 
And it's working too, because a lot of them niggas get mad. The other day, uh, also on the email chain, somebody tried to hit me with the, uh, well, you know, you don't think Obama ever does anything wrong. And I was like, that's a damn First problem. of all, you have you met me? <laughs> Second of all, nigga, we have talked several times about politics in general. And every single time that dude has walked away in person, man, we really agree on a lot of things. I don't know why I always think you don't agree with me. And then he'll get on the email and say some funny shit. Like, so, so I hit him up particularly like, hey, you should apologize. You were wrong. And he did apologize, and that's cool. It was, you know, big good look for him apologizing. And he had, like, some personal shit going on that something happened. I didn't give a fuck. But the point being, he apologized, and that's really what I was after. But, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, just, like, like, and I was the only black dude on the list. Yeah. And I was the only one he accused of unabashedly supporting Obama and everything he does. And it was such a, like, moment of, are you just saying that because I'm black? Because yep. you, we have never, I've never just sat around and been like, you know what? He planned it right the whole time. Everything he did, I don't, I can't see him making no mistakes. Like I, I just, I don't really. I mean, I, I agree with a lot of shit he's trying to do, whether it's going off right or not, because it ain't. But I agree with what he's trying to do. But the point being, I never even. I, I was like, dude, we haven't even talked about politics in like a year. I specifically don't talk to you, you in particular, about politics because of shit like this. And he was like, oh man, that's my bad. No, you know, I appreciate that. But the point being. Motherfuckers get caught up on this race thing one way or the other. They want to fuck with you because they think you're going to support him because he's black and you're going to go extra hard. And that's what happened with the OJ thing. Yeah. Black people start fucking with white people because the they were so time, mad. At the same time, a lot of black people, you can't say nothing bad about Obama. Yeah. Him, cause I know yeah, you, my wife told me she thought I was an undercover Republican. There's a lot of shit I don't agree with. But yeah. you know, when it comes down to the core stuff, you know, I, I, I do support him with a lot of what he's trying to do, but shit. I think he's he handled a lot of stuff weakly and he yeah. should have been a little more forceful. I mean they had a Democratic there. majority. They had a super majority. And yeah. They should have went in there and kicked ass. ass. They, well, they got shit done. They got though. shit done in a but nuanced they, way. Yeah. They, but, I thought he was gonna just kick ass like this healthcare bitch, suck on it, I'm out. No, but he, but he came in. Him or, he the, or the people that I blame him. Fuck him. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because Yeah, this should have been the grants, man. He came in there trying to make good on the promises yeah. and, of and, reaching across the I mean fuck yeah. the other side of the aisle. But that's what yeah. I'm like saying. it did, shut that shit down the throat. But he created the plan that's up to the Senate and the House to pass that I mean, shit it's the, here's the first of all, the one thing I gotta say is people view this shit as a failure. Which is, I think, is extreme because some people are saying like it's a failure on every front. All this shit, this is a bit extreme. Some of the things they enacted aren't even gonna take take any effect until 2014. But the thing I will say about dude is he campaigned as a centrist. He campaigned as a compromiser. But when he got in, everybody was like, "Fuck that! Y'all got a supermajority. We ain't see it coming like this." Push the pedal to the metal and let's see what happens. And he still stuck to he his. He was trying to make good on his campaign. Yeah, promise. and, 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 and campaign promise. It's kind of right. Like I'm not going to front. <laughs> I I expect every politician to be a fucking liar. Yep. Just the most honest politician I've ever seen. Like why the fuck weren't you lying? I'm an honest politician. Is not a good politician, man. Like well, he's a good politician. I can't knock it. His hustle is sick. But but dog, no, I don't think he'll get reelected. 
Personally, I know. We'll see about that. I know. Um, that's what, two years away? Yeah. We'll see. A lot could change in two years. It can. It the can. fucking stock market already came back. I was like, I definitely didn't see this happening. So I'm not going to predict what happened in two years. Let's see where we're at. And you know why? Because he lent out money to the banks. And I heard some fool saying Obama gave away all our money to the banks. Now we, now America broke. I'm like, for real? Because I thought they paid all that they money are, back. Yeah, they already paid it back. early. Yeah. Right. Dude, people are missing those reports because every time you come no, out, they so they so paid. They hear them. They just so so paid. They don't care. And they, it's, right now, especially with the political cycle coming back on us, people are just saying whatever it takes to be... Uh, to stick and to be noteworthy. It doesn't matter what the truth is. Yeah. Okay. If you can convince somebody that he gave all the money away and that's why the economy's so bad, then if that person believes it, that's your goal. Yeah, they're yeah. not trying to tell the truth. Yeah, there's okay. two types of people that are, are falling for these ads. They're the people that, regardless of what he does, they're not going to like him. Yeah. And then there's the ignorant people that are like, you can tell them, Obama kills orphan children. Right. And they'll be like, oh my God, he kills orphan children. Yeah. I can't like him. Like, I don't need to find no facts about it. <laughs> yeah. Somebody said on TV he kills orphan children. Yeah. That Kenyan Muslim is killing orphan babies now? <laughs> Damn. I heard he was financing the mosque at Ground Zero. I mean, oh yeah. <laughs> the main thing, the main thing with the whole, uh, only juices and bitters. <laughs> the main thing with the whole, uh, like the whole Obama uh, being reelected or not thing is like, it depends on the shape of the government, the shape of the economy. Like, and then people can change. Like, it's negative right now because there's still unemployment, and the Democrats are such pussies. Pussy. God, I tell like, my wife that all the time. How do they not? How do you? How do you not? Draw. How, like, like they instead of saying we're sorry, unemployment still ten percent to eleven percent. Why aren't they saying, nigga, this shit would have been fifteen? You know what I'm saying? Instead of saying, would have been higher than that. Well, whatever, man. I'm not. I don't know what it would have been. They sure. the numbers. It but they, hard. but they, they. Why aren't they campaigning on? Man, we saved y'all from some worse shit, and we still working to get y'all some better shit. Or instead of being like, we passed healthcare, we're fucking proud of that, and it's gonna be you better for you. It'll be better for you in two years, three years, four years. Instead of them saying that, they're like, healthcare is not polling good. Just shut up about it. Yeah. Oh, all the all they say is, you know, you have the 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 conservatives saying Obamacare is bad, da, yeah. da, 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 da. and they're not saying anything to counteract that. They're like, yeah. well, people don't like it. Don't talk about it. That's their yeah. answer. They're, they're like the black church. Just don't talk about safe sex, and the shit will just, the babies will stop coming. Like, that's not how shit solves it, but oh, that's that's their tactic in this in this uh, political season. That's been their tactic is, don't talk about anything that polls bad. And then you wonder why you're doing bad in the polls. The one thing that I admire about Republicans is there's only two Is they parties. so hot? Sarah Palin, Christina Donald. Oh, dust off that pussy. <laughs> I'm telling you right oh, now. Yeah. But man, there's, there's really only two political parties. There's Republicans and not Republicans. Yeah. And I admire Republicans because them motherfuckers will stick together stick to and get shit done. Yeah. Yeah. Democrats, I fuck with, like, that's Democrats the thing. are all over the place, man. I fuck with Republicans, man. I, it's my own personal. I just can't get over the racism. But I fuck with them, man. I, like, I like the way they Come roll. Come on to the dark side. Come on over. They are hard. They are hard. They are Nah, I'm not. I'm not coming over to the white side. Well, Republicans. The Republicans don't get to be the dark but side. But you get. You get. They got to get a. They got to. They got to at least get James Earl Jones to do the voice of Michael Steele before I come over to the dark side. That's the whitest dark side of all time. Come on over. But anyway, man. Uh, speaking of uh, women and Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. Um, 
When is it okay to hit a woman? Uh, 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 other than when they, other than when they are talking to you, when, when is it okay to hit a woman? For a billion bucks. For a billion bucks. What about him? Justin? Do anything for a billion bucks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that was some slender ride. Cause I heard the um, Saturday Saturday show. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I do a thing for a billion dollars. No, I threw that in there. Uh, I put like this. I'm not just going to run off slapping, smacking, punching women, but if some woman is coming after me and I feel she's trying to kill me, yeah. and my life is threatened, I'm going to hit her with a two-piece sense of fries. Yeah, I heard a story today. Um, it was on the Chuck Miller podcast. Um, I can't remember the exact episode number. But they were talking to Shirley's brother, and he said that somebody tried to, his ex-girlfriend went crazy, tried to stab him with a letter opener. She cut him once, like sliced him. He got up off the bed. She came at him and stabbed him twice. And he like pushed her into a wall and she went through the uh, drywall part. Uh-huh. And then she kicked him out the house. She was crying like, you hit me, you hit me. But bitch, you was trying to kill me. Right. And so, and I guess. Did he hit her or did he? No, he pushed, he pushed, pushed, pushed her. He pushed her into the wall. That, that's not a hit. Here, here's the thing though. The whole time I heard that story, and I love you, Karen, but I was like, I would knock that bitch out. <laughs> nah, that is crazy. Uh, and, and I mean, and I hope you would do the same thing. Like, who the fuck pulls out a weapon? We we supposed to live together. Yeah. We supposed to be our house. And, and I and I've already told Roger this, and I and I and I've expressed this very deeply. I love my husband with all my heart. But if he ever. Ever touch me and we is not in a loving or a playful manner. I already told him to be sure I don't have the capability to get back up or I don't have the capability to place my eyes on him. And I know my husband's twice as big as me, but he's just gonna have to just lay me out real good because I'm gonna try to do everything I can to hurt, harm him in some way, shape, form, fashion. Everybody gonna be scarred up. That's why I always say kill him. If you don't touch him, you might as well kill him, man. I mean, that's another reason black people support OJ because he saw the shit through to the end. I, you know, I think the difference too is we would leave. Like, like we recognize crazy coming on, right? Yeah, and, and that's we're that's like, you know what? That's the thing. That is, that is fun. Go ahead, Cam. I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. And, and see, that's the thing. It's like a lot of people don't ask the right questions to make crazy come out. Right. You know, okay, your sex good, but that, but crazy still there. That's see, all I think. Crazy. I think. I, I know y'all didn't hear this this episode, but I think. She, he knew she was crazy or he was cheating. Because, like, he never really can says I didn't do anything. Okay. So, that's number one. And two, like, brothers love to do this shit where they just tell you how the chick went crazy and they never talk yeah, about all the bullshit the, they put her through. But you know what, dog? I don't give a fuck. I, I'm, not say, I'm not saying yeah. it's right. Let me finish. Okay. I'm not saying it's right. Alright? So, this, this I not want women. To make sure. It's not us versus them right now. <laughs> no, it's no, not, this not an us versus them type of show. I'm saying. That specifically, they leave and women. Everybody does this. They leave the shit they did fucked up out the story. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I wasn't coming home for three, four nights in a row. I was coming home late every other weekend, and she might have asked me a couple questions about chicks before, and I just avoided them until crazy fucking came out. <laughs> now, I'm like I said, it's not right that crazy came out, but I understand how the crazy came out. 
So maybe he left that out the story because he tried to pull something that I used to do when I was a little kid and I didn't want to whoop him. He tried to pull the let me go to sleep real quick. Because he's like, I hit the door. I just told I, was, I just told I was tired and went to bed. I was like, ooh, that sounds like a cheat. I don't need to. I don't want to have your. I don't want to say you deserved it. But you never go to sleep around crazy. You had to. He had to have time to get his fly right. Crazy don't respect sleep. Crazy don't give a fuck about you being tired. Crazy has been up. Since 8 a.m., thinking about your ass coming home at 3 or 4 in the morning. Crazy actually went out looking for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Crazy car, if you touched the hood of her car, it was still warm. <laughs> yeah. Like, Crazy had probably just came in the house. She probably was like, oh, he on his way. And drove back to the house. Because dude was, he just got caught slipping. And I don't, I refuse to believe he didn't think she was crazy at all. And like yeah. Justin said, we would have seen it coming, but at the same time, I'm not the kind of dude to do foul shit and hang around. Me, me either. Not only that, I'm not the type of woman to provoke Roderick. You know, I'm not going to do anything to push him into that angry realm. I will leave or separate or do something like that. And I think of. But he wasn't angry in this <laughs> situation. He wasn't angry. Yeah, she. Well, she was crazy and angry. Yeah, he was. Well, I think Karen said from his perspective, he provoked her by. Yeah. Not being responsive. I mean, cause okay. let's be honest, dude. I don't care. I know dudes like to pull this shit, but if you come home late from the strip club, supposedly is where he said he was at. So he comes home late, probably got some glitter on him, smelling like other women and shit. And you know, maybe he didn't call, whatever the fuck. She's obviously been up waiting on your ass, cause no one comes home from the strip club at ten and says it was a late night. You came home two, three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so this nigga comes home without calling and shit. You need to have that talk now. I don't give a fuck if you drunk. That is the time to be like, I would like to sleep without being stabbed. But that shit didn't cross his mind. He tried to play it cool. And he got caught slipping, man. I'm not saying it's right. But that's the scenario I painted in my head. Who knows? Maybe he was fucking Malcolm X. Maybe he never cheated. I don't know. Yeah, but at the same time, man, that shit still does not justify getting stabbed multiple times. I don't know why. Why does he keep bringing this up? Cut it out, Will. This shit makes me mad, This shit makes me mad, because this shit reminds me Tell us about the time that she raped you. Man, that was his time, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She touched me. Oh, yeah. It reminded me of when the whole Chris Brown shit went off, and Tom Joyner was talking about that shit on the show, and he was like, you know, a dude should never, ever hit a chick, no matter what, da 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 And I agree, because, well, not fully. The way I look at it is, first of all, I'm going to try to get away. Well, first of all, I'm going to try to restrain her. Be like, hey, just, just, you know, hold him down and let him squirm. Like, are you alright? I'm going to let you up. Don't get me. Yeah. And then, you know, if, if I feel if I feel she's getting a little crazy, I'm going to try to dip. And if I can't dip, if she's coming after me and trying to kill me, for anybody... I don't give a fuck if it's a woman. If your man is coming after you trying to kill you, right. fucking whoop his ass. Well, so here's, here's, the problem. here's the only problem with that Chris Brown shit, though. I know, no, no, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. I'm not saying Chris Brown was right. I'm not saying Chris Brown was right. I'm saying that when they were talking about it, they were on some old, don't ever. And I was like, no, fuck that, man. If somebody's trying to kill you, man, it's either you or me. So They got a habit of talking extremes, man. Yeah, man. Ladies, I just want you to know that's Will. Tell me. I'm like he gonna choke the shit out of you. I will choke <laughs> your monkey ass. Don't fuck with me. I'm screaming on the mic, man. But, but rhyme over a reason? That's not me. I love the ladies. I just like to talk shit from time. All right, man. So, um, 
So that has been a public service announcement. So what we learned from that is that uh, Will be bitches. Anyway, um, I'm just trying to change the subject. I'm going to eat the cake. Don't feed me, Ike. So I saw this, uh, there's this, this couple on Twitter. They, they, they Twitter. I think their Twitter handle is... Their Twitter handle is the Black Couple. Yeah, 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 I saw that. And they had a tweet that was talking about, I guess it was the wife talking. Yeah. And she was saying how black porn doesn't have plot in it compared to other races. And I was like, you have not watched enough porn. Mm-mm. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe you just, first of all, most porn does not have plots or at least not very good ones. <laughs> and you can't just count the fact that a black porn had a shitty plot as not having a plot at all. Because <laughs> I've seen some shitty ones like my baby mama cheating and I caught that bitch. That, that is not that, that is not an exaggeration or a joke. That is, that is the title of pornography I have watched. <laughs> that, just because, oh, yeah. just because they dressed up across. So I saw this one shit where a dude was dressed up in football pads and chick was dressed up as a cheerleader. Yeah, walked in and started fucking. That's a plot line. It is a plot. I, a I have plot. a protagonist, an antagonist, and I have a story that he needs to, situation he needs to overcome on his face, preferably. Even even though even though the plot only lasts, even though they only talk for about ten seconds. Not, and now, honestly, honestly, I get upset if the porn plot goes on. Yes, I'm scared to fucking. That is what she downloaded. Like yeah. you can't download gang banging black bitches and think it's gonna be a yeah. plot. That and was the Obviously, man. I mean, I all right. We only have one woman in here, obviously. All right. So I don't. I'm gonna ask you because I don't know. But okay. Uh, how how important is the plot of the porn to you? Yeah. So like, what's wrong with this woman? Like, I don't know anybody that uses porn to this. Like, I need to capture my. I'm not watching porn for the theatrical. Right. I, like, I don't know anybody that's like, you know, I would only give it three and a half stars because it didn't capture my imagination. I could not feel the soul of the actor. She need to watch. She need to watch soap operas. Yeah, I'm say she's probably the same female that goes to Tyler Perry movies. Um, nah, I ain't trying to slander these people. I like yeah. these people. But well, I, I, well, I'm gonna slander them because I don't know them. That's a uh, rhyme of reason. <laughs> yeah, talking. Rhyme of crime still cool, child. I'm slandering because I don't know you. You probably the same. And the fact that you said that's an insult. <laughs> My whole heart is talking. It is an insult. <laughs> it is an insult. It's the worst thing you can say about somebody. How many other of your fans are you saying? Like, if a white person calls me a nigga, I say, you probably enjoy Tyler Perry. <laughs> Good day, sir. Oh, yeah. And, and tip your hat. They'd be like, oh, my God. I'll take it back. No, it's too late. We've but, probably seen them all. But definitely, she probably watched Tyler Perry movies. And she's the type of woman that, yeah, you can just talk to her. You just talk to her. She want to be talked to all night. Long. I don't know, man. Her husband seems like a cool dude, so I'm assuming she's cool. And I've seen, I seen a couple of their videos and stuff. I mean, the main thing is she probably just ain't watched that much porn, man, because the majority of porn don't have good plots. Mm-hmm. And then the ones that do have good plots are fucking boring. Like, they went and redid a bunch of black uh, sitcoms as porn. And I watched them, you know, because I'm a porn connoisseur. I need to know what's going on in the market. You know what I'm saying? It's for us. Yeah, I'm not watching it for myself. That's ridiculous. So, um, I tried to watch This Is Not The Cosby Show, which is a porn about the Cosby Show. And first thing I gotta say is the dude played Bill Cosby, spectacular actor. I, I was blown away. I could not believe when him and Steel gangbang that white girl. I was like, I could see that happening in an episode. So you give them two breasts up? Uh, I would give it like three stars, three out of four, because it lost me when Rudy fucked Bud, and Bud wasn't even a fat white dude. It was just uh, or not Bud Peter. 
and Peter wasn't even played by a fat white dude, he was just played by a regular white dude. And I don't get off on the fact that some chick was dressed as Rudy. I don't give a fuck if she was 30. <laughs> you are dressed as fucking Rudy. That is that is like child pornography. I was like, should I even be watching this? this? Like, the fourth time through that scene, I was like, this is disgusting. I, I would never watch this again. Oh, yeah. But, but like, I mean, I, I don't say this, man. Like, plot ain't really that important, but, you know, they had like a whole, um, they had like a whole issue about porn on their site, and we might get to it later if we have time. Um, so y'all ever mistakenly stumble, because y'all both have, you know, you have a wife, you have a fiance, I have a wife, um, who co-hosts this podcast with me. Um, y'all ever mistakenly stumble onto another couple of problems, like, innocently? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I went to this cookout, we went to this cookout when I was a kid, it was me, my mom, my dad, my brother, and we went to this cookout, and I actually had a crush on their daughter, I can't remember her name now, actually it might have been Christina, I wonder if she on the bag of the Oh, I don't know. She turned out to be gay if that was her. But um, <laughs> anyway, so we, we we were hanging out and stuff, and like they had the adults were outside. We were all upstairs kicking in whatever, and and I was too young to have games, so it wasn't like I was gonna get nowhere. I was just sitting there starstruck. You know what I'm saying? So I was sitting there trying to make this little girl laugh and shit, uh, with my corny jokes, and then <laughs> I was out here downstairs, like. Walt! What? What have you done? Man, this nigga that got drunk went into, they argued about something outside. He went in the house, because they told him he was too drunk to stay outside, went into her shoe closet and pissed on her shoe. <laughs> and I was, I could see the look on my parents' face like, we have to go now. Yes, sir, but that's, that's going to turn ugly. I don't even think we ever hung out with them again. I like that girl. Nope. I never saw that girl again. I was like, guess what? And we're gonna be them same parents. I'm sorry. Well, you know what's fucked up is that um, now in hindsight, I wouldn't have wanted to be with anybody like that. She had a fucked up upbringing. If that was, if they call that shit Saturday night. Who knows what they was doing throughout the week, man? Yeah, and, and people and people wonder why we don't really go out that much. Yeah. So of course they got divorced. But anyway, has any of y'all ever? Hell yeah, man. I remember. One time, um, we got together with a couple of our friends. It was a big couples thing. And we had done it a couple times. The shit's always fun playing games. But this time, the chick that was hosting was having a few marital problems, right? Oh, so, you know, her game was ask questions. She'll ask a question and everybody will go around. She had questions like, do you think your husband should be friends with his ex on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I'm going to start with my husband first. <laughs> you answer this, Tyrone. Oh, yeah, all of the fucking questions were like that. We were like, well, we know what's going on in this moment. So, like, her second, her second question was like, do you think your husband should be friends with his her second, ex on my face? Her second, question was, her second question was something like, when your husband says, I don't want to be bothered, how should you take that? <laughs> like, you know, like, like, I don't smile. know. Is that my call right here? <laughs> and, and what was so bad was they, they were supposed to start at like 9 o'clock, right? He was supposed to be there. This nigga was off somewhere else. Oh. Didn't get there till like 10.30. He said he was off at another party, right? Damn. Didn't get there till like 10.30. She was like, where you been? He was like, I've been driving home. Since 9 o'clock. <laughs> 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 
Everybody up in there was like, shit, I don't want to say that. Yeah. I don't want to get in the middle of it. He might not even be cheating, but when shit is that bad, you do take the long way home. But dog, she was talking to him on the phone. In front of everybody, like fussing them out and everything, and I swear the shit felt like an episode of Jerry when he came out. Cause Damn. I swear all the women were looking at him. They were, I swear they were getting ready to start yeah. booing him. Ah, I mean, ah. and I was over there like, man, I kind of understand, cause he he made plans yeah. for other shit. But I mean, just putting all their business out in the street and they're trying to disguise it as yeah, you get aced off the list of people I can hang out with. No. Yeah, well, y'all say. Yeah, yeah a couple start acting like this. I, I do want to touch on Jerry. Do y'all remember what happened at the end of the show? They've been fighting the whole show and at the end, Jerry Springer had them sitting side by side. And yeah, nice and simple. Looking calm and yeah. shit. They look crazy, yeah. but calm. And then he'll say some insult and then his final thought. That was yeah. Yeah, nobody can sum shit up like Jerry could, man. Period. In the ever. The president is that you need to study that shit. You're like, when couples come to blows. Love is lost. That's how Dr. Phil got his start. Yeah. He started taking um, Jerry. Nah, that nigga's like Jerry. Yeah. That motherfucker is dumb. He'll just take like a country ass phrase and try to act like that shit applies to everything. He's like, boy, you ain't got the sense God put it on the turner. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? But at the end of his show, he started doing that. He started oh, he trying does. to get oh, some little Yeah, cool. I never watched the whole show. I bet you they're probably the exact quotes to Jerry. So what we learned now is... Uh, Justin watches Tyler Perry movies and all the Dr. Phil. I do this for y'all. <laughs> I do this for y'all. I'm um, trying to teach you food to fish. One, one thing I can say about me and Roger, and it is hilarious. Whenever we get out, man, and stuff gets to going wrong, everybody, I get to looking at him, he gets to looking at me, and everybody just starts slowly walking to the door. Yeah, we and left yeah, a few places We, we left a few places there, and they be like, um, y'all leaving? It's 930. We be like, uh, yeah, we, we, we got some other Like, oh, uh, when the, the 50-year-old man starts doing the worm, <laughs> and his wife gets mad and brings up his ex-wife, I, that's normally why I leave. Oh, yeah, when, when the drunk man knocks over the boom box in the middle of a cookout, yeah. It's, it's, it's time. I normally say, who's parked behind me? <laughs> I need you to back the fuck out. Um, Alright, man. So, y'all ever wonder what happened to the, the little boy that smelled like pee in the fifth grade? Because, <laughs> <laughs> the reason I asked is because I found that motherfucker. I was at Harris Teeter, and this dude was bagging my groceries, and I smelled the urine, urine in the air. Damn. And he was like 60. And so, he turned from the pee boy to the pee man. And the funniest thing about the whole thing, because I'm sitting up there, like my olfactory senses are all fucked up because of this nigga. <laughs> and I'm sitting up there looking at the cashier trying to give her the face like, do you smell this? And Karen wasn't with me, she was here asleep, so I couldn't even like, I couldn't even like give somebody I know to like, are you fucking smelling this face? So I gave her the face and she didn't even pick up on it. But then she goes, oh, Jim. I didn't even know you were over there. Oh my God, I'm like, bitch, please. Everybody knew he was in the building. That smell of piss was strong, man. I was going to say, yeah, they smell like, they still smell like pee when they get over. Yeah, like, is her nose not working? I I blame, did you blame the parents or who do you blame? Like, I guess the pastor that abused him. I don't know how you end up <laughs> smelling like piss off. What are you, pissing night and sneak out in the morning? Like, where the fuck is the parenting in this house? Who has the P 
Pete. Why the fuck is Paris for the Pete Well, they took the peppers off. They couldn't afford them no more. They couldn't get around the potty. They're like, oh, he just freestyling. He'll figure it out. Well, actually, what they do is, that's their secret ingredient when they're washing their clothes. They get the mud stains out. Uh, yeah, like, do you wash your clothes? Does everybody in the Pete Boy house smell like Pete? Is it like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where's the, I mean, we need like a myth, myth busters to get on this shit and figure out what is going on. People time. Family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we need a reality show on the Pete family. <laughs> just going to their house. Um, oh, yeah. I just wanted to say crazy is such a huge turn off to me. We talked about crazy. Yep. Yeah. It's probably the number one turn off for me. Yes, sir. Honestly, I, I, I'll talk to a chick that you probably don't think is attractive. Much longer than I'll talk to a hot chick that's yes, crazy. Yes, sir. I yeah. like... I pick up on crazy like do do do. Oh, I gotta go. Oh, my radar's going off. That's how I feel about um, talking to ignorant females. Yeah, that's no, a form of know. crazy. That yes. is a form of crazy, no. but lower than crazy. Crazy. No, I'm gonna say. I'll talk to I'll talk to dumb a dumb bra before I talk to crazy bra. I think you you're talking about more like ghetto ignorant, right? Just, no, like, just ignorant, dumb. Like oh, just Sarah Palin. Yeah, just uh, I, I can tolerate that yeah. much more now. I will I say this though. Uh, I can't do either. Yeah, I, I'm that's not big on dumb ignorant. It's very close to me, but both both are preferable. <laughs> it's preferable for both of them not to be in my vicinity. <laughs> no. But if I had to pick one, I'm going no, with the stupid don't. chick over the crazy chick. Because I'm crazy. My life is, I don't feel my life would be threatened by dumbness. Exactly. I just well, tell her to look yeah, over there and walk away. Man. Yeah. Man. You can trick, see, I can trick a dummy. Like, I, can walk, I can run in circles around dumb. It's hard to fuck with crazy. Because sometimes crazy pick up and sometimes crazy don't. <laughs> and crazy, a lot of times, crazy is smart. Yeah. No, and and crazy, 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 crazy will pick up on shit you didn't even mean or say. <laughs> I'm like, so you are trying to say that you cheat. What are you talking I said, can I have some milk? <laughs> but see, dumb can make you crazy. That's true, too. That's true. Dumb. Hey, no, this is not. I'm not on one of these sides or the other. I, both of them disgust me. I'm, 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 I'm more along your lines where I think they're about the same. It was disgusting. But I, if I had to pick one, I'm going crazy as the one. Excellent word usage. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, I I heard also, what made me think about this, I heard Brian Knight's song, Crazy Love. Mm-hmm. And Crazy Love is an anthem for fucking crazy. What was he thinking? <laughs> of course I knew. When I heard that song, I said, it's just a matter of time for you to end up beating a woman. And it came true, man. And he is the voice. Yeah, he was telling Crazy. It was like, oh, no, it's not your fault. You got Crazy Love. Crazy <laughs> Love is nothing to celebrate. Nigga, run. Um, I'm just trying to make a dollar. That's that whole Tyler Perry thing. Just want to make a quick buck. You know we was talking about flow, uh, what was it called? Flocabulary? The rap? The teachers try to teach like ebonics yeah, yeah, and rap. Yeah, yeah. Why do they even need that class in ebonics when they still have MySpace pages? Can't you just log on MySpace and look at any <laughs> nigga's page and read the one caps letter, one lowercase letter, <laughs> bitches spelled with Z on the end? Like you can just see ah! ebonics right there. Like you might not learn your history, but you'll learn how to spell like a nigga. I, I noticed, you know, for people that still use Facebook, I noticed they they starting to take over Facebook. So I know, I see that. Um. Yo, we need a voting drive-through. Cause like people say, oh, I don't want to vote because it's convenient, which means you gotta drive to your library and stand in line. But if they had a voting drive-through, I think people would vote more. Cause I think we that lazy. Might rob them. They'd be fucking up their wallet. Yeah, you know, niggas like a robbery, they go there steal the vote ballots. Stick it up. 
I don't rob the book. Well, it, was, it had a drive-thru. I thought money was in here. My bad. My bad. I think I got some checkbooks. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know niggas is allergic to voting anyway. They ain't about to... They're probably like, ooh, I'm losing my strength. If you put it at uh, KFC... <laughs> See, that's what I'm thinking. You combine it with fast food. So you just be like, let me get a number six and a straight Democratic ticket. Thank you. <laughs> See, Will say, yeah, fuck up your dog. They will. They'll be like, I asked for extra crispy and Democrat. You got to be Southern and Republican. <laughs> and you can't take that shit back. <laughs> Look, I'll be on the register. Democrat. <laughs> My bad. I'm like, this McDonald's ain't even in your district. What are you doing? Um, but yeah, I was just thinking about that shit, man. Um... Also, never tell an old black person you don't want to vote. My dad sent me a threatening email that said he would disown me. <laughs> Not if I didn't vote. If I didn't vote early. Damn. God damn. I was like, the water hoses and dogs was no joke. <laughs> you take care of this shit. I'm early voting. That nigga used 15 when that shit happened. Yeah. My dad probably didn't even go. He probably just seen it on TV and was like, my kids will vote. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must not have watched Eyes on the Prize lately. That's all it is. Um, so uh, we got a phone call the other day from Home Security. Who the fuck is home security? That's what I was wondering. It was two chicks. First of all, it was one of those auto calls. Yeah. Where it's just calling your number, and then when you pick up, there's a long silence before a human answers the phone. Yeah. So, like, there was long silence. Then, some chick answers the phone mid-sentence talking to another chick. <laughs> Girl, I said, yes. Mm-hmm. I said, Medea's gonna go in there. Hold on. <laughs> hey, is this Mr. and Mrs.? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So, um, I was, she was like... She was like, this is Tina with home security. Not homeland security, home security. And I was like, uh, she's like, and she asked, was, you know, do you rent or do you own? And I said, is, who is home security? And then she hung up. I was like, are these niggas about to kick my door in? I'm not smart for that phone call. Yeah, like, I'm thinking either one, niggas is targeting us and they're going to just kick the door in. I couldn't even fucking sleep last night. <laughs> Karen getting up at like one in the morning going downstairs. I got to open the door like, if I hear some shit, I'm going to have to run down there. <laughs> so that, so there's like that part of it. Then Wait, wait. You actually was gonna get up and go down there and help? Not no, I'm not. Say. I'm not will. I'll save my wife. <laughs> I don't just be thinking that bitch would stab me. Anyway. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking. But um, I, I mean, I did. I, I was like, I might have to call the cops and lock the door. But um, <laughs> now, nah, but I stayed up, just like one listening, to make sure that happened. But you know, I armed my alarm. I was armed my alarm for nothing. <laughs> like going to check the mail. Do 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 do. <laughs> like, alright, got the mail. Do, 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 do. So y'all had to get the unofficial weapon of the podcast. Yeah, that's all that is. But um not but I mean that would be like admitting I don't have weapons in here, so <laughs> don't come your ass in here. Um got but, for you if you do. But um basically man, what was crazy about it was people uh, this dude on Twitter, Demetrius Hall, had me thinking niggas was gonna bust in my shit. Like, that shit sound like they're gonna come in your shit. It's like, yeah, they, they all gonna come in my shit, Demetrius. You sound like a reputable brother that's been through this before. I was looking online trying to Google scams. Oh, boy, like, it sound like he the kind of nigga that would do some shit like, like that. like, I, I had a couple of my bitches call up fellas. That shit worked like well. Working on the plan. Yeah. But I think what really happened was they probably were gonna try to hit me up with some, like, What's the code of your alarm or when are you home? Like, I think they were going to try to get more info, but when I questioned them, they just got the fuck off the phone. Because they didn't seem too smart. And that's the thing. You were too smart for them. So they were like, oh, 
Uh, Trainer told us to just immediately hang up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this nigga is listening. Uh, the end, the end. Uh, also, man, last thing for the random thoughts. There's this YouTube video of some somebody went on this program and they plugged in dialogue and these computer animated people or something talk about black dating in a hip-hop society. And I think everybody thought I was going to at least think it was funny, which it wasn't. Or side with the dude, which I don't. They wrote this shit like the opposite of a Tyler Perry movie, where the dude was everything right and the chick was everything wrong. And then I'm supposed to get sympathized for this dude, but I just got angry at the dude. Like, <laughs> have some fucking self-respect, man. Yeah, throw some balls. This dude sitting up here like, hey, LaQuisha, because for some reason it's talk like fucking uh that dude that's real smart with the fucking. <laughs> What's that dude's name? Because you, you can just type in Stephen um, Hawking. It talks like Stephen Hawking. Well, uh, it was yeah, because you type the words and it says it for you. But it's like Stephen Hawking's voice, and it's like Laquisha, why are you not feeling me? And she's he's like, I'm in college, I'm doing everything right, and she's like, I love thugs, I want to fuck this dude and that dude, and I'm just sitting there like, have some respect and walk away. I'm rooting for the dude just to get some balls, not to get with this chick. That's ridiculous. He said something else like, like, and that's okay. I'll love you anyway. Yeah, like it went to the extreme to where I was like, I'm off your side. Like I hope you, I hope ah. this bitch does break your heart. You need to learn a lesson. Yep. All right, man. Simping, simping and easy. Let's do some fucking news because we're already one fourteen. So, let's see, we gonna have to skip some of them. Uh, apparently, Clarence Thomas's white wife. Uh, no, the ninth reason to date a white woman uh, is she can make it a Supreme Court is seeking an apology from Anita Hill. I don't know if y'all remember Anita Hill is the black woman that said she was sexually harassed by Clarence Thomas, and of course this white woman don't believe it because she's like he would never fuck a black woman. That's ridiculous. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's on that Tiger Woods shit. Um, says Anita Hill is refusing to apologize for accusing then Supreme Court Justice nominee Clarence Thomas of sexually harassing her in an issue that Thomas's wife has reopened 19 years after his confirmation. Yeah, I was about to say this happened two years ago. That means he told that lie good. <laughs> he stuck to that lie. Because she was like, okay, we get the 19 years. I'm going to bring this back up, Clarence. He's like, baby, I was, my story ain't changing. <laughs> hey. I didn't do shit. At the end of the day, deny, <laughs> deny, and deny. And don't go sleep around crazy. There are two rules you can take with you for life today. Um, I have no intention of apologizing because I testified truthfully about my experience, and I stand by that testimony. Hill now at Brandeis, never heard of this university, uh, professor, professor said in a statement released Tuesday night, Thomas's wife, Virginia, had left a voicemail message on Hill's phone on October 9th, asking her to say she was sorry for the allegations that service that Thomas confirmation hearings for a seat on the high court bench in 1991. Okay, first of all, people always try to say white women don't do this, especially brothers that try to like hate on black women. This is some... Nigga shit. <laughs> Calling this bitch and leaving a message on her voicemail? 19 years later. Oh, let thing. the shit go. Yes. Damn. What's she gonna hit her Facebook page up next? <laughs> I, you know what? I bet you, you know, we think he denied it. I bet you the opposite. I bet you probably was like, Nita, um, her pussy was like this. <laughs> and she was like, what? He was like, then he was like, that's right, I made it up. <laughs> And I told her not to say nothing, but that bitch couldn't run her. She just kept running her mouth. Then when I stopped fucking her, then she got mad talking about I harassed her. All the while, I've been hitting that pussy. Uh, Virginia Thomas is a longtime conservative act- activist and founder of a new nonprofit group, Liberty Central, which opposes what she characterized as 
the leftist tyranny of the Obama administration and congressional Democrats. That's another thing that's funny is, on one side, you got Republicans that are like, Obama is the worst thing ever. He's a tyr He's tyrannical. He's a dictator. And then those same people be like, he's inept. He can't do shit. I'm like, uh, well, which is he? Because it's hard to be Hitler and not and be Bullwinkle from the Rocky Show. Yeah, ah. What's the name of her group again? The leftists? Uh, th no, her the name of her group is Liberty Central, which seems like it would be a left group. <laughs> Why would you put liberal in your right group? Wouldn't, shouldn't it be something more kick-ass than that? Okay, and, and that's why it kind of confused me. I was yeah. like... Anyway, um... She with the Rainbow Coalition? She ain't apologizing. She said, fuck that shit. And I don't blame her. Take it to the streets. Uh, I wasn't talking about Jimmy McMillan and his whole, uh, the rent is too high shit. But I'll play that another day. Um, Virginia GOP leader sent email comparing blacks to dogs. <laughs> now remember, this is Justin's party, the Republicans. Uh, Virginia Beach Republican Party Chairman Dave Bartholomew stepped down after it was revealed he sent a deeply offensive email about African Americans and welfare. Uh, the email contained a joke. I'm all for it then. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're down with it. The email contained a joke in which a man attempts to sign his dog up for welfare, claiming, <laughs> claiming the canine qualities because, qualifies because he is black, unemployed, and lazy, can't speak English, and has no freaking clue who his daddy is. Damn. Ah! So that shit is cold. But that's not the Republican doing that. That's the, yeah. That's, that's the Republican. Dave Bartholomew, Virginia Beach Republican chair. So, West Virginia? You said West Virginia? Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. <laughs> so, uh... He from West Virginia. Here's what I'm saying, though. I'm not even mad at this dude for being racist. <laughs> I'm not mad at this dude for making a joke. I make a lot of jokes. I'm mad that this motherfucker <laughs> sent this out on his government email. All right. What the fuck is wrong with these people, man? <laughs> like, that's why you can't be black and Republicans, because you had to cover for shit like this. I still support that, though. Of course funny. you do. Because it's funny. Yeah, nothing's wrong if it's funny, obviously. But, yeah, you can't get fired. What's not funny is sending that shit out from your work email. Everything else is hilarious. This is poor taste. This is poor taste. Like, I guarantee that Democrats talk just as much shit about black people. But, apparently, uh... <laughs> you laugh. Yeah, you laugh too. That shit was funny. So, you don't say here in the inside here, Republican. I didn't say that shit. <laughs> I said oh, my right. wife thinks I'm an undercover Republican. It's either, but you don't send that out from work, is all I'm saying. <laughs> um, this man, speaking of Democrats, man arrested for sexually assaulting horse. Oh. A sheltered man is under arrest Monday for sexually assaulting a horse. According to police officers, uh, to police, officers were dispatched at 6.15 p.m. to Partridge Lane on a report of an unknown male inappropriately touching a horse. <laughs> the complaint reported that the male appeared to be touching the horse in a sexual manner, and the horse appeared to be in pain. Oh, who's uh, to that horse? Wow. Squeezing his balls or something? Taking his horse virginity. Uh, the, it's, it's odd that you went to, to male horse, Will. Anyway, <laughs> officer arrived and located the male identified as Marion Weagle, 63, in the crowd. <laughs> Weagle stated, stated that he was comforting the horse that was scared by a loud noise. <laughs> this nigga was fucking the horse. Like, yeah, I was, I was just fucking it. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know. It was scared. I, I had to fuck it. Oh, you know yeah. how you know how when animals get scared, you have to fuck them. You know, 
Just like humans. <laughs> just like Big Ben just thought them chicks were scared in the club. It's like, what you so scared of? He was doing the community a service. Yeah. Wargo stated that he may have inadvertently put his fingers inside one of the horses. <laughs> there were three horses in the corral, but only one female horse appeared to be touched. <clears throat> just saying. <laughs> just saying, Will. I didn't think he looked gay. I just thought he looked like a dude that fucked horses. Saying, whatever you think of that bestiality shit. And I don't know. I haven't seen much of it. I would expect you to be knowledgeable about all. I'm kind of suing legal porn. I kind of suing nothing. Put me in five ten. <laughs> I can't be kind of suing that fucking. Yo, like as a kind of suing, I had to look up the child porn. Hey, Wilder was arrested and charged with cruelty to animals. How was how was calling a horse cruel? <laughs> this world, I tell you, they must not have read Black Beauty, you know. Um, sex, that was a love story. Black Beauty, Black Beauty is a story about two people in love, and what what happens to be a horse and what happens to be a little boy. Um, sexual assault, fourth degree sexual assault, third degree criminal trespass, second degree breach of peace. Uh, he was released after posting a five hundred dollar bond. It will appear in Superior Court November first. So he did all that, and his bond was only five hundred dollars. That's what I'm saying. But they so, did fourth degree rape. Yeah, fourth oh, degree sexual assault, dude. That's gotta be hell on your record. If you're trying to go get a job, but I see you have sexual assault for fourth degree. No, no, it's a horse. <laughs> uh, it's not even what you think. No, I'm cool. I'm right. I don't rate. I don't rate women. Yeah, I can work for school. Okay, but his charges were were worse than Ben Roethlisberger's. Yeah, that that's true. <laughs> it's like, uh-huh, that's it's like, sad. don't worry, your children are safe around me unless they own ponies. <laughs> then they, I'm fucking them. Uh, creative sentencing for pizzeria owner. Judge gives creative community minded sentence. Buffalo, New York. A judge ha- handed down a creative and community-minded sentence to the owner of a popular Elmwood Avenue pizzeria convicted of tax fraud. Rather than sending him to prison, su- State Supreme Court Justice Russell Buscaglia ordered, G- G- <laughs> ordered Joseph Jacoby to deliver 12 sheet pizzas to the city mission once a week for the next year. Jacoby, who owns Casa de Pizza... Uh, pleaded gr- guilty to grand larceny back in August for withholding more than one hundred and four thousand dollars in state taxes. Oh yeah, they're coming to get you for that. Are Buffalo, you serious? Well, they let them just deliver pizza. I know. Well, how much is a pizza gonna cost till what? Like five bucks? That's like sixty bucks. He's spending like three, four, five hundred dollars, and he get off on one hundred grand. Let's be honest. He probably had to pay that hundred grand. They, I'm pretty sure they didn't just let this man walk out like. Yeah, we'll just sell it for some pizzas and get out of here. I'm pretty sure that's like a hundred grand and uh, <clears throat> we're getting some pizza. Would you like to go to prison or not? He's still writing it off on his taxes. Oh, he won. And he might or might not pay. He won in the game of life. <laughs> anytime you don't go to prison, you win. <laughs> it don't matter what the fucking thing is. Like, oh, you got to deliver pizza. So I'm not going to get fucked in the ass? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Monsters Tyra Banks had the teen appears on show. Oh. A Georgian a Georgia woman is suing Tiger Oh wait, Tyra, 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 Tyra Tiger Woods. I'm gonna say Tiger Woods. Oh. I mean not that that's implausible. I'm pretty sure they suing him too. A Georgia woman is suing Tyra Banks for three million dollars after she said her fifteen year old daughter appeared without her permission in the episode of Banks Talk Show about teen sex addicts. 
In a lawsuit filed October 8th in federal court in Atlanta, Beverly McClendon claims the show contacted the teen on her cell phone after she responded to a request on the show's website seeking sex addicts. The girl was then picked up from her home in Georgia in a limo and flown to New York where she was put up in a hotel all without her mother's knowledge, the lawsuit says. Word. Now, for real. This might be a little insufficient parenting. You probably should know where your fucking kid is. <laughs> you probably should know where your fucking kid is. It's a limo. Well, the, 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 fact, the fact that your teen is a sex addict, I mean, shit, that, that goes to show some insufficient parenting. I was right going to say, who is she more mad at? Like, she really should be time. mad at herself. Cause she just mad because the church the, found out. Yeah, she yeah, mad that's all the streets. Now they can't go to the Tyler Perry movie. I know what you're saying. That's, that's all uh, McClendon uh, filed a missing person report with the local piece, police <laughs> when she realized that the daughter was gone. The teen has never been diagnosed as a sex addict, the lawsuit says. Ooh, it's not good for Tyra. <laughs> That is, how you just gonna be like you a sex addict? She said she was. I'll take her word for it. I didn't even know her show still yeah. came on TV. I'll, I'll take it for that. Oh, it's not. Well, maybe it's just last season or something. This I mean, that's been October eighth. That's been October eighth. Yeah, I think this is the last season. Yeah, I think okay. she ended her show. I know Oprah has the last season, so Tyra probably gotta have one too. Oh yeah. Um, McClendon. Da, da, da. All right. The lawsuit also named Warner Brothers Entertainment as the executive producer of the show as defendants. McClendon says her daughter suffered damages because the two the two thousand nine show was. Oh, so this happened last year. Was undoubt undoubtedly watched by sexual demons, perverts, perverts, and pedophiles. Cause you know that's what they watch. <laughs> like, ooh, sex addicts. Let me see if any in my area. Um, the lawsuit seeks a jury trial and asks that a million dollar for a million dollars in compensatory uh, compensatory damages and two million dollars in punitive damages. It also asks the court to bar the episode from ever being aired again on television or online. Warner Brothers Television Group spokesman Scott Rowe, Scott Rowe said Sunday that the company had no comment on bank, uh, bank publicist, agent, and lawyer did not immediately return calls. So uh, they're saying the show violated McClendon's right to privacy by putting her daughter, uh, who was a minor, on television without McClendon's permission, the lawsuit claims. And that does seem like that's yeah, a leak. Uh, it I'm, is. I will say, I'm sure they had that girl sign some form of document. It don't but matter. She it can't be and, But what I'm saying is, if she falsified the information trying to say she was older, like at that point, I'll tell her we can sell a lot of equipment for 50 cents from Joe I think it's kind of like filming underage porn, where no matter what they sign, your ass is going to jail too. Like, you're going to pay something, because you can't just be like, they tricked me. Okay, a 15 year old tricked you. And you're going to prison, because that's illegal. <laughs> But, um, you know, Derek Coleman tried that same excuse, didn't he? Yeah, speaking of uh, underage sex, what the fuck is up with this poster of 50 Cent? Oh, it's gay as hell. And yeah, it is. Soldier Boy. You know what this shit remind me of? This shit remind me of Prison Omar Ray. from The Wire. Anything Kobe or LeBron, this is the worst photo shoot of all time between two supposedly straight men. Dog, and he pulled his pants down. 
Like, Hear me out. 
in Jared's piece, I guess he wrote a piece that I don't have a link to, apparently, but it's true. I found it interest. I found it interesting that the interviewees truly believe that the porn enhanced their sexual appetites. Uh, as a woman who has been involved with a man who consumes porn on a daily basis, which a lot of brothers nowadays do because they started so young, it's impossible to stop. Knows men um, often <laughs> men often have more time for porn than the act of actual the actual act of lovemaking. Um, let me just say this first of all. I don't, why would somebody say porn enhances their sexual appetite? Like, I think I've never accidentally stumbled onto some porn. Like, <laughs> I already had wanted to bust a nut. I've never ever once been like, oh shit, porn. Like, it's, it's always uh, it's a choice. Like, find the money. Like, that might just be a bad way of wording, of wording it, or maybe that person had a problem, but to say it like, enhance how much my actual appetite for sex is different. That's like saying the fact that there is food makes me makes hungry. me hungry. That no, I'm hungry, I go get food. Like it's not whatever well, food there, right? I don't know. I think everybody has stumbled up on a porn site every once in a while because you go to the site and all of a sudden you get pop ups and And then you have to whip it out. You have to next thing you like know. maybe you're at work. Doesn't matter. Whip your dick out take care of business. Happens at least once or twice a day for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. She says, but I think the hypersexuality of today's men is in direct is the direct effect of porn and sex being so readily available nowadays. Um, Alright, let me say something about that too. Because I always hear this. First of all, everybody thinks their day is the worst. Right? Sex is the worst now. Relationships are the worst now. Kids are the worst now. Everything is more fucked up today Cause we're experiencing it, but to say that sex is hype, there's hypersex now. If there's hypersex now, what the fuck was the excuse of the our 60s forefathers? And 70s. Yeah, and what was the excuse of the generation of fathers that we have that fucking have all these babies before porn blew up? This is before the internet. What the fuck? You got six kids. What the fuck? I ain't never met my grandfather. <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, it's just like we run into convenient excuses. Like it's like how people say the internet makes people less personal. Were they saying that shit about the telephone? Because I guarantee they were. Were they saying that shit about letter writing? I bet they were. Like, oh, you wrote a letter. You know, that's not as personal as a face-to-face talk. Yeah. You should probably drive three days and meet you that know, dude. The, the same shit I, happened when I radio was... came out. You know how everybody's talking about. Um, downloading music is pirating is yeah. wrong. Same shit happened when radio came out. They were like, "This is wrong. You're taking away the music from the artists. They're not getting paid for the radio play." Right. This shit always happens when something new comes out and makes shit more. Convenient. Yeah, it's just funny because yeah, people I mean, get used to it. And I think people want to blame when your relationship isn't going right. You want to find something other than just being like it was. This person didn't take care of that shit, or what I made a say? bad decision. Fucking well, we just weren't compatible. Or shit. sometimes right. it happens. All right. Any, let's see. Anything in moderation can't kill you. But I think the hypersexuality of today, man. Blah, blah, blah. All right. There's no mystique. No one has to work for it. It's given by the billions. Quite literally, it's a billion-dollar industry. I remember reading a study once that showed the states who view porn the most are the ones who frequent church and live a white-collar lifestyle where porn would be looked down upon. Uh, so, which isn't really fitting a black society in general. Like, we attend church the most, but we definitely don't attend the most white-collar jobs. I mean, I ain't proud of that shit, but blue-collar. We might not be fitting the description on this one. But, um, 
But what well, what I will also say though is when she says that uh, you know people are watching, they're able to consume it so easily, so it makes sex different. I think men have always kind of not given a fuck about foreplay and all that shit. Like that is something that men in general. Like, this is not like in the 60s when you can make your wife stay at home. You come home with alcohol on your breath from the bar and work and all this shit. It's not like they was going in there like, and now to make sweet love to the woman I respect but won't allow to vote. Like, it's just they make up this fucking reality in their mind where it's like everything was perfect a while back. Then this came along. No, so shit's been so, fucked so, up so, for a while. So what did they say when Playboys first started getting sent out, what, 30, 40 years ago? Well, see, here's I, know, the I know, but what I'm saying is... Back in the 1800s, everybody knows you make love to a woman for, for days. Literally days. <laughs> there was nothing else to do. There was no TV, no internet. You didn't have shit to do. It's just, oh, I'm fucking for a few days. Kids. But now, women, you know, these days, there's some other things competing with them. People yeah. are busy. Man, you know, got, a job, money. got a job, got to raise kids. She probably just has never had an orgasm. Oh, man. Um, for Susie Q. Let's see. I worry for my son because if he watches television like the average teenager, he will begin to think of sex as something that is less than sacred. Black women will begin will become purely sexual conquests and begin to being the that she outnumbers he. Uh, there will be plenty of girls fighting for his attention any way they can. Why get married when you can have sex with almost any woman you want? Um, okay, here's another thing. Nothing about, if you don't watch TV, that ain't gonna change. You're not gonna walk outside the door and people are gonna be like, you know what? You haven't watched enough TV. We are not fucking. And, you're, and no dude is gonna grow up thinking sex is sacred unless you see that from your parents anyway. If you're looking for the TV to teach your son how sacred sex is, you lost already. You fucking lost. I've seen MTV. And the other thing is sex is not sacred. It's as sacred as you want it to be. People are sacred. Relationships can be sacred. Like that that relationship I have with my wife, that's sacred. The relationship that I had at 12 with some chick is not fucking sacred. So it's not, it's, and sex is, in general is not always going to be treated as this holy thing. It's still just a natural function of the body. And you know, man, it, it kills me when people talk about sex back in the day and how women are just having sex and not getting married. I've done research on this shit. Yeah. And the reason is because back in the 60s and 70s, women, they had the whole sexual revolution and women went out and were like, I can fuck who I want to. Ron Isley and Isley Brothers, they, they uh, song, it's your thing, do what you want to do. Right. I can't tell you what the cycle They're saying, go out, you fucking whoever you want to. I can't control who you right. fucking. So women decided, we don't and, fuck who and we want to. let's not pretend like women don't like to fuck. Really though? Yeah. Like, what yeah. reality do these people live in where it's like, no, the woman needs you to take your time every time. It has to be sacred. The woman don't do it till you're ready you need to, to be married. married. Like, they want to fuck too. And wasn't there prostitutes back in the day too? First of all, prostitution, prostitution was a completely different type of animal back then because it was actually more generally accepted. Not only that, they were actually respected. You would respect them more as a prostitute than you was as a stay-at-home wife. Yeah, because they, because those women could do things for themselves. Unfortunately, uh, 
of course we still had the stigma of sex, but it was like she's a earner. As opposed to my wife, who is a breeder. She has my kids, she stays a fucking ass in the house, I come home and fuck when I want to, and then I go out and live like a man. I've seen mad men. This shit was not all fucking perfect. Like, it is so weird. And then, especially for a black American, they accept this fucking lie, this fallacy of the past. Like, we know more than any other race, except Native Americans. We know more than any other race that still exists. That, <laughs> that, that history books and the romantic, like, uh, allusions to the past are false. We know more than anybody that shit was never as sweet as we like to remember it. Wait, so slavery did happen? Mm-hmm. It was more than two paragraphs, too. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm in this line. You know what this reminds me of? It's like... You're a Democrat when, now. When, <laughs> when your parents tell you about back when they were young, how they made straight A's, yeah, never got in trouble... Food. Yeah, I'd be like, no, nigga, you had a 2.6 average. Your, your and son, if throwing your child out there would just tear them out to like terrorism, you should not just take a hostage of, of a child and throw it into a debate. I hate when people do that. But let's use a child for example. If you're living a good life at home and he's seeing a productive, healthy relationship between his parents, that dude is going to be less likely to see sex as something simply as something to get a nut off and that's it and all women are just conquests he is more likely to be like you get a woman like my mom a strong female that you respect you can make monogamy work but if you if you just put him in front of fucking MTV every day yeah maybe and and he don't see you and your husband respecting each other and interacting and being a partnership around the house maybe he will develop some fuck everything type tendencies well that's the problem right there is that because he's not being raised by a man as well, it sounds like it's just a single parent home, yeah. and she has Tom and Brandon. Well, she's saying not what she's, aren't they married? No, they're married. This is a black couple. This is they out. This is they, yeah. Um, this is their website. It's a black couple. They have their own YouTube channel and stuff. Are they, are they actually a couple couple? Yeah, they're married. They, they have by, a son. And by couple, I mean like they do couple activities, or they this is their couple activity. Uh, I don't want to slay to them and make false accusations about them. I don't know. I'm not that familiar with them to say that they're I'm not gonna, doing shit. I'm just saying. I would have to say I'm going by the, in order for her to even... I'm like going that. by the content of this you know, article. I was, I was thinking, I was thinking about that. <laughs> I was like, this sounds like an article written by a bitter woman who's reminiscing on past. Well, on, I'm just going past. by the content of the argument she's putting forth. I need to see some research. I need to find this, find this story. I need to see some research. All right, well, search for their blog uh, online. Uh, it's, it Type in the black couple. It's Kelly like, angry. Kelly, you need, you need to add us on it. Twitter so we can have a conversation about this. <laughs> Kelly. Hey, I agree. I would agree she with your husband. Follow me so she can learn. Follow them. Follow them, man. You interact. I promote that shit. And let me finish the last paragraph. This shit's getting long. I think our communities are dealing with an abundance of single women looking for a man. Any black man who would be willing to make us life partners. In this race, in this race against our fellow sisters for a black man, we are tripping over ourselves wearing low-rise jeans with more butt crack than jeans half the time, little shirts, and willing to do anything. Anything to gain a man's attention. Isn't it ironic because at the end of the day they run off and marry Kim Kardashian lookalikes and send us child support checks? Oh, no, y'all were right. I'm done with this. <laughs> no, hey, I apologize for y'all. That is some fucking bitter ass friends. It is. They drew me in with the with the. Well, I can kind of see where you're coming from, and then by the end, it just dwells dwells into those stereotypes of like, niggas don't ain't leave shit. You for a white girl? Yeah, anyway. niggas ain't shit. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Maybe she just said, "Hey, I got my man," and fuck the rest of these hoes. And you know what, man? It's 
the way I look at it is, I'm in a happy relationship with my wife. My wife don't go running off talking about, them niggas ain't shit, niggas yes. do this. I and I don't go running off talking about, man, bitches ain't shit, bitches don't do this. When you're in a good, happy relationship, that's how you kind of tend to view the world and everything. Yeah. So I'm like, just the fact that, this reminds me of what we were talking about earlier, when I was at that party, and that chick started bringing up the right. questions like, what do you do when your husband, da 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 it's like, what do you do when your husband watches too much porn? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, I got to end it on that note. Oh, sorry, Kelly. We're going way over the time. But um, first of all, man, thanks, guys, for another great no show. No problem, no problem. Um, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That S in D-A-T. I'm Mr. Montgomery. Mr. Underscore Montgomery. Oh, ladies, that rhyme over reason. I'm the one that don't choke you out. <laughs> but y'all know y'all like that choking. <laughs> And make sure uh, make sure you go to the blog, theblackouttip.com, and look on the right hand corner, or right hand side in the column, and click on that donate button via PayPal. Join our group on Facebook. Search for us on Podomatic and search for us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Uh, comment on episodes. Uh, interact with us, and we will interact with you. And make sure you call the show 704-557-0186. No calls from home security, please. <laughs> and uh, until next time, love you. You too, baby. Donate. Oh, yeah.